0: Chapter 10 of Voltaire and the French Enlightenment by Will Durant. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Denouement. Meanwhile, the old laughing philosopher was cultivating his garden at Ferney. This is the best thing we can do on earth. He had asked for a long life. My fear is that I shall die before I have rendered service. But surely now he had done his share. The records of his generosity are endless. Every one, far or near, claimed his good offices. People consulted him, relating the wrongs of which they were the victims, and solicited the help of his pen and his credit. Poor people guilty of some misdemeanor were his especial care. He would secure a pardon for them, and then set them up in some honest occupation, meanwhile watching and counselling them. When a young couple who had robbed him went down on their knees to beg his forgiveness, he knelt to raise them, telling them that his pardon was freely theirs and that they should kneel only for God's. One of his characteristic undertakings was to bring up, educate, and provide a dowry for the destitute niece of Corneille. The little good I have done, he said, is my best work. When I am attacked, I fight like a devil. I yield to no one but at bottom i am a good devil and i end by laughing in seventeen seventy his friends arranged a subscription to have a bust made of him the rich had to be forbidden to give more than a mite for thousands asked the honour of contributing frederick inquired how much he should give he was told a crown piece sire and your name voltaire congratulated him on adding to his cultivation of the other sciences this encouragement of anatomy, by subscribing for the statue of a skeleton. He demurred to the whole undertaking on the ground that he had no face left to be modelled. You would hardly guess where it ought to be. My eyes have sunk in three inches, my cheeks are like old parchment, and the few teeth I had are gone. To which d'Alembert replied, genius has always a countenance which genius its brother will easily find when his pet belle et bonne kissed him he said it was life kissing death he was now eighty three and a longing came over him to see paris before he died the doctors advised him not to undertake so arduous a trip but if i want to commit a folly he answered nothing will prevent me he had lived so long and worked so hard that perhaps he felt he had a right to die in his own way, and in that electric Paris from which he had been so long exiled. And so he went, weary mile after weary mile across France, and when his coach entered the capital his bones hardly held together. He went at once to the friend of his youth d'Argental. I have left off dying to come and see you, he said the next day his room was stormed by three hundred visitors who welcomed him as a king louis Sixteenth fretted with jealousy benjamin franklin was among the callers and brought his son for voltaire's blessing the old man put his thin hands upon the boy's head and bade him dedicate himself to god and liberty he was so ill now that a priest came to shrive him from whom do you come monsieur l'Abbe? asked voltaire from god himself was the answer well well sir said voltaire your credentials the priest went away without his prey later voltaire sent for another abbe, gautier to come and hear his confession gautier came but refused voltaire absolution until he should sign a profession of full faith in catholic doctrine voltaire rebelled instead he drew up a statement which he gave to his secretary wagner i die adoring god loving my friends not hating my enemies and detesting superstition signed voltaire february twenty eighth seventeen seventy eight though sick and tottering he was driven to the academy through tumultuous crowds that clambered on his carriage and tore into souvenirs the precious pelisse which catherine of russia had given him it was one of the historic events of the century No great captain returning from a prolonged campaign of difficulty and hazard, crowned by the most glorious victory, ever received a more splendid and far resounding greeting. At the Academy, he proposed a revision of the French dictionary. He spoke with youthful fire and offered to undertake all such part of the work as would come under the letter A. At the close of the sitting, he said, Gentlemen, I thank you in the name of the alphabet to which the chairman chasteloup replied and we thank you in the name of letters meanwhile his play irene was being performed at the theatre against the advice of the physicians again he insisted on attending the play was poor but people marvelled not so much that a man of eighty three should write a poor play but that he should write any play at all and they drowned the speech of the players with repeated demonstrations in honour of the author. A stranger entering supposed himself to be in a madhouse, and rushed back frightened into the street. When the old patriarch of letters went home that evening, he was almost reconciled to death. He knew that he was exhausted now, that he had used to the full that wild and marvellous energy which nature had given to him, perhaps more than to any man before him he struggled as he felt life being torn from him but death could defeat even voltaire the end came on may thirtieth seventeen seventy eight he was refused christian burial in paris but his friends sat him up grimly in a carriage and got him out of the city by pretending that he was alive at cellier they found a priest who understood that rules were not made for geniuses and the body was buried in holy ground in seventeen ninety one the national assembly of the triumphant revolution forced louis the sixteenth to recall voltaire's remains to the pantheon the dead ashes of the great flame that had been were escorted through paris by a procession of one hundred thousand men and women while six hundred thousand flanked the streets on the funeral car were the words he gave the human mind a great impetus He prepared us for freedom. On his tombstone, only three words were necessary Here lies Voltaire. End of chapter 10. Recording by Pamela Nagami, M.D., in Encino, California, February 2021. End of Voltaire and the French Revolution by Will Durant.